you know what's really sad? Many things. Okay. Do you know what's saddening me at this specific moment? Is it because you can't stop singing the song We're On The Ball by PJ and Duncan? It's... Ant and Deck from 2002. It's connected to that. All right, go on then. It's the fact that the England players don't have convenient two-syllable names or nicknames <laughs> that we could adapt it to that. Like, you could go Walker, but Stonesy? No one ever calls him Stonesy. Foden works. Foden. You could call him John Stone, but there is a player called John Stone, like Sam Johnston. So, why would you be passing it to the reserve goalkeeper on the bench? And uh... but you know when you actually listen to the song, we're on the ball. Yeah, they don't... I don't do it that often, but um, I'm <laughs> well, aware. You, you can't stop singing it though, can you? They don't use Rio Ferdinand's last name, so you can because it's 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 Cam. Is it Beckham to Campbell, Campbell to Rio, no, Rio it's to Neville Scold- to Campbell, oh, it's Neville to Campbell, Campbell to Rio. Rio to Scolzi, Scolzi Gerard, Gerard to Beckham, ah. Beckham to Heskey, Heskey to Owen. It's a girl five one. Was there someone called Nod? Because I looked the lyrics up earlier and it said Owen to Nod. N O double D. I've never heard of a Nod. No, no. Do you I think don't. someone's not written the lyrics down? I, right. Unless this is some football sure parlance, like which I've no goal. idea. Like he wouldn't go somewhere else. I just assumed it was like, it's a girl. Or maybe he's not, like using his head or something. I think it's a goal. I think it's Owen and then goal. Anyway, they use Rio rather than Rio Ferdinand, so you could... Well, yes, because you, know, you can't fit Ferdinand or Rio Maguire. into the... Maguire? Maguire? No, that goes, doesn't fit. Does it not? No, no. And it's Harry, and there's about 14 Harrys in and around the team, so... That would um, be fine, wouldn't it? I mean, it's not going to happen, so... Um, I'm sure it might. It might, you never know. I, we're the only people who remember that song. Even Anton Deck have forgotten that song. <laughs> Although I'm thinking they, they might... Up, do you think they're going to update um, the song that is now called It's Coming Home, even though that's not its uh, its title? It's Three Lions, brackets, It's Coming Home, isn't it? It's not even called... It's not even the brackets, though. Is it not? I thought no. it was Three Lions and brackets, It's Coming Home. No. Okay, because you know how they did another, they did that in 96 and then they came back in 1998? Yes. So it was Three lyrics. Lions, comma, 98? No, 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 we want the same version. And we I would like just the updated version. Get rid of the 98 version, even. <laughs> The one about um, being in... We can dance Nobby's dance, we can dance it in France. Yeah. That's the only bit I know that updates it. Tears for heroes dressed in grey. Oh. No plans for final day. Oh, that's very sad. Well, there is fat plans for final day now, isn't there? Oh, yeah, there, there is. Apologies. Well, I was going to Anyone listening advance, to this outside of England <laughs> yeah. or, or in a week's time. an England supporter or hates the football, we're a little bit giddy because uh, we're recording the day after England have made the final of... Not the World Cup, the Euros. What's the tournament called? Euro 2020? Yeah, well, Euro 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah there Euro you go. 2020. Yeah. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. I've got it right. Were you trying to trick me? Are you I'll, thinking I'm That's exactly say what I was trying to do, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. <sighs> In between all of the football, for there has been much football. Yes. Much football. Many, many football. A lot of. Thank you. Numerous football matches. A parlance of. No, not <laughs> a parlance. A plethora. A plethora of football. Anyway, the football's been on, but also we have, we together, but you also alone, have been going to see films, to go to the pictures at yes. the actual cinema. Yeah. And there hasn't been very much TV on because there's been so much football. I obviously have watched three crime documentaries during the time of the last podcast to this one. I would leave if you started talking about three different crime documentaries. But... <laughs> so let me talk about three different films. <laughs> 
But yeah, we, we decided we had an off-air conversation where we thought maybe that wouldn't be the best thing to do on the podcast. So we thought we'd do a film special. Yes. And take our lovely listeners through some of the films that have come out recently at the pictures and uh, that you've seen. And then I saw one with you. Yeah. Which, what do you want to do first? Should we do them in the order that we watched them? So we start with In the Heights. Yeah. So you went to see In the Heights first. Then we saw... Fast 9. Fast 9. F9. The, the Fast Saga. saga. We'll come back to that. Yeah. And then you went to see, just yesterday... Black Widow. Black Widow. So let's do In the Heights first. What does Juanito mean? Suenito. It means little dream. That's it? No story? All right, all right. Everybody sit down, sit down. Yes! It's a story of a block that was... Disappearing. In a barrio called Washington Heights, the streets were made of music. I am Usnavi, and you probably never heard my name. Reports of my fame are greatly exaggerated. Morning, Usnavi. Pan caliente, café con leche. On these blocks, you can't walk two steps without bumping into someone's big plan. I'm making moves, I'm making deals, but guess what? What? You still ain't got no skills. <laughs> I've been saving up all my pennies in my piggy bank for this day. This is going to be an emotional roller coaster. The odds are against you. But there's a chance, right? This one, obviously, that I didn't go and see. It's Lin Manuel Miranda. We loved Hamilton. We did a podcast about Hamilton, amongst other things. It was one of our early ones, wasn't it, when Disney Plus first came out? Did we get Disney Plus just to watch Hamilton? No, we got Disney Plus to watch The Mandalorian, and then we were like, "We'll cancel it." And then cleverly, they put Hamilton on the week after. So, and we've never cancelled it since. No, because we've had. <laughs> One division and oh, I suppose so. And yeah, oh well, the, the, Falcon and Winter Soldier. To be fair, they have kept on the content coming through. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it's wanky saying content, but yeah. Well, it's fine. I feel I feel we get value for money with that. Okay, I might mm. disagree slightly, but there we go. It's got all the old Disney films on, so I'm quite happy with that. It's got loads of films on, like with Star and stuff like that as well. But anyway, we're not talking so about Disney. Plus. We knew a lot about Hamilton, but I know very little about In the Heights. What did you know going into this? I knew it was. A musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. I'm going to start off with the positives on this. Anthony Ramos, who is obviously on the recording of Hamilton uh, that's on Disney+, Plus, it plays a lead in this. It's a just a story, slice-of-life story, about um, the Washington Heights area of New York that's t- typically had a Latin American and African American demographic in there, but is seeing the neighbourhood gentrified. It's about that area, but I think it could be applied to a lot of different neighbourhoods all the way around the world. Anthony Ramos stars in it, and yeah, so he's kind of a bit part in Hamilton on stage. He plays... Do you think so? Well, he plays two people, doesn't he? Well, everyone plays two people apart oh, from... Well, so, yeah. most people do. Well, he's like one of the... One of the... Uh, companions yeah. of Lynn. I can't remember what he's got. Oh, he's called Hamilton because he is Hamilton in the yeah, yeah. production. What, what, what that we the saw. monsters in Gremlins what called? Is he called. <laughs> um, so he's like his companion, and then later he plays his son. Yes, which is I always found a bit weird because he's like playing very very child, you mm. know. But anyway, so I think but he's he, not a ma- I mean, he's a major player, but not. I think huge. he struggles to make an impact alongside 
a, a stellar cast okay. in that. Uh, you know, you've got Leslie Adam Jr. You've got who's the guy who plays? Um, oh, um, when he comes, he comes back from France. Yes. Yeah. Oh, people are going to be screaming this at us. Uh, David Diggs. David Diggs. Yeah. yeah. Who? Absolutely steal every yeah. scene that they're in, and also um, King George as well. King George, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah and I knew he was in it; I'd recognised mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But I was interested to see how he would cope being the front and centre of a film. And yeah. he, he's really, he's really charming in this. Um, he shines every time we see him. He doesn't really have a lot of singing to do. It was more that kind of Lin Manuel Miranda style singing, where it's. Are they kind are they of. sort of singing about an issue or singing about an event? Or is is that singy speaky? Yes, the speaky very much sort but of rappy stuff. But there are whereas Hamilton is all told through song. There mm. is a lot of sort of spoken word in this. Mm. So it's drama with songs. Yeah. in it. are we thinking along the lines of sort of like a La La Land? Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably okay. pro- yeah. That's that's the right example. The absolute star of this is Corey Hawkins. Who I've only seen in Twenty Four Legacy. Yeah, I was thinking, why do I know him? And he's a bit part in a few seasons of The Walking Dead. Okay. Um, most famously, he played Doctor Dre in. Yes, I was thinking, what Straight else? Out of Compton, yeah. which oh, I've really not seen. Good. Oh, it's really um, good. You should watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of forgotten about. Like there was a plot point when he disappeared from The Walking Dead, and it's never been addressed as far as I can tell. Has he? Did he go off to play Doctor Dre at that point? Do you uh, think? I think he went off to play. Not Jack Bauer. Oh, okay. It was, oh, it's because it's that far away, yeah. isn't it? Because that was a long time since yeah. he did 20... Is it 24 Legacy? 24 Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, he absolutely steals every scene he's in. He can sing, he can act, he gets the emotional moment. Sing. Although I yeah. suppose he's, like, he's rapping in yeah, and the Doctor yeah. Who film. That I can't and uh, is it the NWA? What's it called? The Doctor Straight Who? Out of Compton. Sorry. Sorry, have you said all of this yes, to me? Already. Yeah, okay, yeah. right, I'll show up. Yeah. yeah. Um, the staging of this is brilliant. They use every single part of the screen. This uh, Everything looks beautiful on screen. Um, the camera tilts and there is a scene on the side of a building. There is scenes where they draw on the screen, for example. Oh, okay, it's... so it's breaking fourth wall? No, no not so much breaking oh, the fourth wall. Just the way that it's designed? Yeah. Okay. But the fact that we've mentioned Hamilton about 14 times already is the biggest problem with this. Because Lin-Manuel Miranda, I don't know whether he's he has different styles, but the songs all sound like reject songs from Hamilton. There is a really, really cute Easter egg that comes in in the first act of this, which makes reference to a certain song in Hamilton. And it was really amusing, but then it just reminds you, I really want to, I really would prefer to listen to this. Um, the women in this, I think probably are underserved. Um, there's Melissa Barrera, who plays Vanessa. She's a Spanish language actress, uh, largely. Um, it's one of the first English language productions and she has a dance scene but I, it's kind of one that's cut off and well, I wish you could see more of it. Leslie Grace plays Nina. It's one of her first acting roles and she's got a really strong, powerful storyline about her going to college. But that seems like it's just paid off kind of with a just an, a little comment from someone else and it never fully paid off. There is obviously the casting controversy around this and that wasn't in the forefront of my mind when I 
when I had said that, there this is a largely Latin American cast which isn't representative or not fully representative of the area of Washington Heights. One thing that I would say is that when I was watching this, I thought it's really unusual to see a English language production with a largely Latin American cast. And it was quite refreshing in the same way that Crazy Rich Asians, who's the same mm. director, mm. Um, had a largely Asian cast. And there is a plot point about halfway through the film. There is a reveal that is quite, it's, how can I do this without saying spoilers? Two people have a conversation and it, the scene ends with a rhetorical question being asked that is supposed to be a reveal about a, a different character. And I did not get the reference whatsoever. Okay. They, it, this is purely down to my ignorance. And an hour later, I thought, realised, oh, that's what they meant. And I think probably an American audience who know the issues of uh, Latin American, uh, the Latin, uh, Latin American residents probably have these issues, would probably pick up on it straight away. But to me, it probably spoke that these stories aren't being told enough. If me, who's considers himself pretty well read, didn't pick up on it straight away. But yeah, the problem is that it's just not as good as Hamilton. Yeah, it's just not Hamilton, is it? It's like, my favourite Beatles albums mm. are the ones kind of where they go between being Westlife and being The Flaming Lips. Right. Um, they're not the best albums, but mm. I like to see that journey. But if they were full of songs called Bell and a Big B and... <laughs> raspberry feel forever. Don't let it be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it go. <laughs> Different Disney film. Um, yeah, I don't think it would be as enjoyable. Yeah, I get you. But it's it's worth seeing. And on its own, it's a really, really fun musical. I enjoyed it all the way through. The songs are a little bit inconsequential. It's kind of like, hey, look, I'm doing this rather than anything. The ending angered me because... Yeah, it's too much spoilers. <laughs> the ending... There are times when you can do the ending that it goes for. This wasn't the time. It it tries to be a twist. It's not a twist. It's uh yeah. I'm, I can't complete that okay. without being spoilers. But you weren't, you weren't yeah. happy. I wasn't happy. No, I felt let down by the ending okay. on a couple of different meanings. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's there's some lovely songs in this, but they're just not quite as good as the ones in Hamilton, and that's fine. But the, the musical style is so close to it that it just feels like a first draft. Yeah, I've, I've heard this quite a lot, actually, when I've listened to the other, because I don't think I'll go... I'll, I might watch it when it comes on the telly, but yeah. it's not something that I would be racing to go and see. But this seems to be a common theme, that it's, it's Hamilton... It's a draft of the songs that Hamilton became yeah. without the strong enough dramatic substance to carry that through so absolutely it keeps people are sort of giving it three stars would you be around about the same i think it's a there? three yeah it's a three star yeah. film yeah it's it's worth going seeing it on a big screen purely for the staging yeah. and i think it's quite ambitious in in the way that it presents a lot of its numbers but you don't yeah it, it watch on telly mm -hmm. watch on telly will do mm -hmm. <laughs> Should we do Fast Nine? No, F nine. Something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not that not that similar. Oh, it's all about family. I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time. But things changed. My father now. 
I will always be in your heart. Little Brian, I have a gift for you. Your daddy gave me this. Now I'm going to give it to you. It's very special. It's for protection from what's coming. All right, Dom. What's next? No matter how fast you are. I am not too big compared to you. No one outruns their past. I am more easy. You trying your best to become me. And mine just caught up to me. Been a long time, Dom. So we're up against a master thief. Assassin, high performance driver. Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. I mean, where do we start with Fast Nine? Well, I've just been speaking for ten minutes, so you can start now. Oh, you know what? I I went into this. I had such goodwill with it. I really like the Fast and the Furious franchise because the first Fast and the Furious, which I think was just called The Fast and the Furious, wasn't it? Or was it Fast and Furious? You know what? No, I can't no, no. remember. The fourth one is Fast and Furious. That's it, yeah. I mean, God, who designed these things? It, it doesn't make any sense. I can't remember. The first one is Point Break with cars. Yes. It's brilliant. And you know how much I love Point Break. We've done a whole it's podcast brilliant. about It's a bit Break. of a stretch, yeah. but no, I yeah. I love that concept of a, a police person going in and with a criminal and then having essentially having his head turned and you know I, I love all of those sorts of things. I just really I know it's really Have like Have you seen ID? What? Have you ever seen ID? ID? Yeah. No. It's in, you know, like Show me your ID. Show me your ID. No. Oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Is that something similar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Obviously the same it would concept. be, otherwise he wouldn't be talking yeah, about same it. Same concept, but um, mm-hmm. football hooliganism. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I, ju- I just really like the idea. I th- find it really fun. I find, I find the whole, you know, the, the cliches and the stereotype and all of it. I just love it. Um, and also with cars, you know, fast cars. Yay. Um, You've got a fast car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, will, I will have soon when I get my new car. Oh, you know, I, so I just, and I haven't seen all of the Fast franchise, but I didn't feel that I was lacking anything. I, I still haven't seen Tokyo Drift, for example. Yeah, me neither. All, it's all the one I'm missing. Yeah. And I can't remember if I have seen them or haven't seen them, but anyway, I, I like them. They've got increasingly bonkers as time has gone on. I, I mean, these films now, just so far away from that initial first film, the Point Break uh, idea, that... Then, then now essentially in the Mission Impossible category for me, which is big stunts, big silly things going off, you know, a group of people doing some spy stuff. Yeah. I don't understand how Vin Diesel has become a spy in this. <laughs> like, what, when did Dominic Toretto suddenly... And like, what? Yeah, there was weird spy masters, like... Um, Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody, like worst name Russell. In, worst name and in film like, history. Exactly, I just don't really understand. But I go into this with goodwill. I went there, I sat, we were in the cinema, it was amazing, like we were together watching the pictures, I was like, this big 
big stupid film is going to come on and I'm going to really enjoy it. And that's exactly what happened. The big stupid film came on. I was laughing my head <laughs> off, not necessarily with the film, yeah. more at the film. I remember turning to you all of the time, like proper, like laughing through my mask, sort of like trying to give you like my facial features to sort of go, this is ridiculous, isn't it? Every time they pull out a beer and it's caught, it's a corona. It's a corona. Here I am having a... I mean, there was one scene that was just so that a person could get a Corona out of the fridge, give it to Vin Diesel, and Vin Diesel didn't even drink it. What a waste. He just stood there holding it at the camera going, look, we are drinking Corona. Yeah. yeah that, and it does annoy me, that sort of thing. I just, it's, there was no, what's the point, you know? Um, surely there's enough product Money. placement. To, yeah, I know, but I'm like, surely there's enough product placement in the cars, in the watches, you in the, yeah, anyway. The thing that I really loved about this film was where they travelled to. So they were, um, they have seen in Edinburgh, they have scenes in London. I mean, I, yeah, I really yeah, liked... the really exotic places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I really, li- I really forget enjoy... Tokyo. But yeah, you know what? The thing I really enjoy is looking for things that I know, and also in my mind, I'm going. You don't get there when you get to the bottom of that street and turn left because I know Edinburgh really well. You know you can do this on Google Maps yeah, yeah, and save yourself yeah, a five each time. No, but that's but but unfortunately, it is now at the point of it's so ridiculous that I did find myself thinking it's over long. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> they don't really care about the plot. I mean, you just asked me about the plot. Some some sort of spy stuff was going on. There's a MacGuffin. Oh, there's a no massive one, yeah. MacGuffin. No, no one there's really a MacGuffin cares and there's a MacGuffin for a MacGuffin. For a MacGuffin. And I think bringing back lots of different... So they bring back lots of different characters from the other films and they're maybe in it for a short period of time, but it just kind of felt like, oh, we'll have this person back for five seconds. Oh, we'll have this person. We'll oh, put them in a box. It's up but... there with the Soul franchise for bringing back people mm-hmm. from different... I mean... Shay Wiggum's in this for one scene, who's he's the brother in Boardwalk Empire. Okay. And he appears, he speaks to, I think, Don Toretto. He's got a messed up face. I'm sure there's a reason for that. Um, but I can't remember him being in these films. I remember that because he, t- did he turn up on an aeroplane or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I don't know who this and is. And then disappears. I don't know why his nose is broken. And then he's gone. At one point, they go to Cologne and meet... The three worst side characters I've ever seen oh, in a I totally film. I totally agree. I totally agree. Now, I have since looked this up mm. and found out they are the three leads, or three of the leads, from Tokyo Drift. Oh, right. Well, that makes more sense then. Yeah. But if you haven't seen... Okay, yeah. I yeah. Mean, and but still the, still the worst. I don't, That's not I don't have a database-like memory no. of the Fast franchise. And partway watching through, I'm like, would it be fun to go through all these at once? I don't want to watch Tokyo Drift no. with them people on. No, no. They were very irritating. So, I mean, this is a sci-fi movie. Not sci-fi as in, mm. like, science fiction. Yeah. Sci-fi as in SYFY, the channel yeah. that oh, does Sharknado yeah. and yeah. stuff oh, like totally. that. Talk, just with, with a, budget. a huge amount of money. Yeah. A huge amount of money. It is to the level of ridiculousness that yeah. it's, it's beyond any sort of reality. And this does things that I forgive it for that I would absolutely murder other films for. Mm. There is a point where they have to go to Tokyo and that's purely because someone got a postcard from Tokyo. But years ago. Yeah, years ago. years ago. What are you going to do in Tokyo? Yeah. And the way that pays off is absolutely ludicrous ludicrous ludicrous. and i think ludicrous yeah i think the reason that i like this is i just love watching these people on screen Mm. 
Not so much Vin Diesel, mm. but I think... Oh, I, I still... <laughs> I think the camaraderie between Ludacris, yeah. Tyrese Gibson, yeah. and Natalie Emmanuel just makes these films... But they're in a different film. Oh, they're absolutely. Totally... And they've got like a... Uh, 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 track every time they come on. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Because... And, and there's a dun, 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 behind, you know, like that little bit of music, dun, 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 because they know they're doing something a bit crazy, and at the end there'll be a punchline, yeah. and then what, what, what? It's that play. The, the soundtrack does that every single time they come on scene because they are the comic relief. And I mean, Natalie Emmanuel. I think one thing I'll give this franchise credit for is there are. Extremely good-looking women in this, but they always seem to have a purpose. And they do, and they they are the camera does not linger at them in absolutely a, in, a, in a way that is sexualized. Yeah, you don't have Megan Fox bending over the hood yeah, of a yeah, car. Yeah. And to be honest, it might have been in earlier things, but certainly in the more recent films of this, you don't have Natalie mm-hmm. Emmanuel rocking up in a bikini. No, because she, she's doing she's, yes. she's doing things that require her. To like be dressed, it's, it's absolutely and... fine if she wants to wear a bikini, but yeah. if that's not appropriate for what she's actually doing when they're riding through sort of minefields, for example. Yeah, she wouldn't be wearing a bikini, would she? No, she would be wearing she, and she wears some great like jumpsuits and everything. Yeah. Like when um, uh, or oh, Michelle Rodriguez is on a bike, yeah, she's wearing proper leathers, yeah, she, you know, she doesn't have to be wearing something that, and like I say, women can wear what they like, There's yes, not, nothing about yeah. that, but. It just it makes sense yes. what, they're, what they're doing with with this. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, and I do think that they all. I don't feel that any of them have proper characterization, but I'm pleased that that's across the board, and it's not just the women that end up with little to no characterization. It's yeah. the same with Tyrese Gibson. It's the same with Ludacris. They're just ciphers of yeah. people, you know. Isn't there a character called there Cypher? Is a th- yes. Yeah, and I was yeah. thinking that. <laughs> um. John Cena doesn't have a lot to do, does he? I was, oh God, I was so disappointed in John Cena. John Cena could... That's really bad casting. No, I don't think it, well... It is. It, it's not a John Cena role. John Cena could steal the scene in a lot of these things if he was allowed to. If you look at his... He didn't steal it this time around. Well, no, because all he's got to do is just Still look... Let be and, angry. And, yeah, and like just I'm look angry. all moody. If you look at... Him in uh, Trainwreck, for example. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, He's yep. got that comedic... Totally. Um, Take yeah. the mick out of himself. Yeah, and if you put him in with... He fits in with Ludacris and mm. Tyrese Gibson, and you put... Which, they'll probably bring him in as part of the oh, team. Will, because yeah, Of course they, they will. will, yeah. Um, because they did with The Rock, and they did mm. with um, Jason, Jason Statham, yeah. And, yeah, he will fit in with that perfectly, and he will... I think he would... If you put him up against for charisma up against mm. Vin Diesel, he mm. will hold his own, and then if probably be the pushed off to the side like yeah. <laughs> The Rock was. Because that, that's the yeah, problem. Yeah, the Rock yeah, came in yeah. and instantly made this franchise better. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm really disappointed. Really feel sorry for him because he doesn't have a lot it to do no. other than drive a car and and Look scowl and hang around with an annoying German bloke who <laughs> another annoying person. Yeah. <sighs> what would you give it? So, you know, it's been, unfortunately, it's been going down in my mind as, you know, as the days have gone on. Because when I sat there in the cinema, I thought, this is like a three star. It's a, you know, it's a, but then I was like, is it a low, some of the things it does is so ridiculous. I was like, it's a low three star. And then one day, the other day when I was thinking, because I knew you'd ask me this question, I went down to a two and a half. 
I think I'm sort of sticking at a low three just because the plot points don't make any sense and the ridiculousness has now gone beyond what I think I can cope with. If they're going to try and beat this for ridiculousness, I don't know what they're going to do. And also, you know, there was no jeopardy and I like a bit of jeopardy. I don't think you can have jeopardy now in this franchise when you just keep bringing people back. Yeah. And they make that they make that joke. And yes. I know people are saying, oh, it's great. It's really meta now. There's a wink to the camera. Oh, no one died. We don't even have a scratch on us. That does not work for me because that is showing that this is a problem. Yeah. Someone does need to have a scratch on them. Someone does. There needs to be some consequence to the fact that they're doing these incredibly... They're not even stunts. You know, yeah. It's not even like you're going to drive a car fast and maybe it's going to jump off the back. You know, back in the old days where a stunt was driving off the back of a lorry and everyone would go, oh, go, it's landed. Mm. You know, it's turned up upside down we're not that is nothing they won't even do that as a basic thing we're now at a, st- a stage where people are sort of going off cliffs and they haven't got you know they're landing in a ravine and yeah. nothing is happening to them so yeah it's it's losing me it's it, it really is losing me so i'm thinking i'm at a low three but only at a push i'll go three just for helen mirren <laughs> yeah well helen mirren helen playing mirren, barbara windsor yes, playing yes, peggy mitchell <laughs> Yeah, my, I'm not even going to do it, but like the whole my sons. Yeah. She's got two sons. She's a cockney. She probably owns a pub. And a daughter. Oh, does she? Yeah. Her daughter is, oh, the girl from, the girl from the Mission Impossible franchise. There'd be many girls from the Yeah, the most recent one who was also in... um, Rebecca Hall? No, 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 no. Rebecca Hall. Not Rebecca Hall. The Rebecca's. Um, the one who was in Rebecca Ferguson f- no 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 not that one <laughs> and not Michelle Monaghan uh, I think she was in it quite briefly this last one I think she played like a um, like an arms dealer or something like that and she oh, was Oscar nominated this year she got yes um, Vanessa Kirby thank you you're yes. welcome yeah, if you, you know what if you just said the crown oh of course Princess she plays Margaret. Princess Margaret yeah, yeah. should we move on let's move on I can't be angry about the fast franchise for much longer I tell people my sister moved out west. You're a science teacher. Your husband, he renovates houses. You're thinking about moving, but you're gonna wait until the interest rates go down. That's not my story. Before I was an Avenger, I made mistakes. of enemies. His call signs Taskmaster. He controls the Red Room. They're manipulated, fully conscious, but no choices. I should have come back for you. How many others are there? Enough. We have to go back to where it all started. So they never do that to anyone again. We're a family. We fight with you. You won't win. I've always found it best. Not to look into the past. Okay, you got a plan or shall I just stay duck and cover? My plan was to drive us away. Well, your plan sucks. At some point, we all have to choose between what the world wants you to be 
and who you are. I made my choice. I'm done running. Okay, I'm going to do Black Widow as spoiler-free as possible. Okay. Um, Can we first laugh at the fact that you took an entire day off to go and see Black Widow? That we just needed to sort of hold on to that for a moment. I've got you holidays took to take. a day off and you were so excited and you, you created your little day around going to see Black Widow. Okay, I'll address this first <laughs> of all. I was incredibly excited to have the MCU back. It's been so long since we had... What was the last one? Was it Spider-Man Ooh, Far Home From Home? Homecoming? No. Oh, I don't Homecoming know. Homecoming is the next one that's coming out. Okay. Um... Oh no, no. Homecoming was the first one. Far From Home is the second. I don't even know. I don't, I, I don't care. New Sorry. Way Home. Sorry. Don't your come home back. Made, your Home Made Perfect. Um, yeah. Anyway, the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously this was due to be out last year and was heavily trailered. And I think that was part of the problem that, although I was looking forward to the MCU coming back, I wasn't really all that excited about this film in itself. What I was excited about was the post credit sing sting to see how that set up the rest of the MCU phase four. But yep, yeah, yep, yeah, hold my hands up. I put took a day off. I went to see it in the first showing possible. And I really enjoy that. Like I like going to see it before 99% of the world. Um and I'd come out. So there is a website that's called aftercredits.com, which just tells you, without spoiling it, whether you should stay till the very end of the credits or halfway through the credits, or you can just go straight at the end. This didn't have an entry when I went in because, <gasps> because no one, no had, one seen had seen it. it. Yeah. Um, so did you wait right until the end then? Yeah, possibly. Did you okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone okay. did. Okay. Apart from two old people that. And do you out. need to sit, without spoiling anything, do you need to stay to the end? It's it. There is a post credit sting okay. that that sets up future elements of the MCU as you would expect. Right. Um, there isn't a mid credit sting, which is interesting. But yeah, is it? Is that interesting? Well, well, there's normally. How is that interesting? So in the past few MCU films, there's been a mid credit sting which sets up the next film, and then there is an end credit sting which is normally like a bit of a joke. So like there was, I don't know the worst one example is. Ant-Man and the Wasp, where the end, the post-credits thing, mid-credits thing sets up what happens in between Infinity War and Endgame, but the post-credits thing is just an ant playing drums. Right. Yeah, exactly. Spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wasp, if you're not going to see it. But yeah, so I was incredibly excited about this, although not excited about the film itself, because I don't think the trailers were very good. Mm, I agree. Um, I think we saw them for far too long. There were so many, but yeah. oh, that's obviously not the film's fault. That's the fault of the COVID, global pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Come on then. I'm waiting for this because you haven't said anything. You've not even given a face. So the reason I want to do a really, really spoiler-free um, review is because I think you would really enjoy this film. And I would really encourage you to go see it this weekend so that we can do a proper spoiler podcast (laughs) about it where we can actually discuss it to more depth. But this is a different pace than we've seen from the MCU for a long time. If I was to compare it to a film, it's closer to a Bourne film or a Mission Impossible film than it is a big superhero film. But not a fast 
plus nine. No one that swings around on a bridge <laughs> defying the laws of physics in this. Uh, well, actually, that's not, that's, that might not <laughs> that actually not true? be true. That might not actually be true. But yeah, there is. Um, okay. Yeah, it's far more grounded. Um, the director, Kit Shortland, I'd never heard of her before or heard of any of her films before, but they're very small films. Would I have heard of them? I don't think you so. You don't think so if no, you have that one? No. Um, it's largely sort of the handheld camera that you see from the Bourne films. If I was going to be critical, I think the action is a little bit frantic. Um, I, it moves about a bit too much. It's a bit too close to, under, to see fully see what's going on. But it's... It's a, you can tell it's a different view to the last Avengers film or anything like that. It looks far less comic booky than anything else. I think this might be somewhere where they're going for Phase 4 because I've got Chloe Zhao doing Eternals, mm-hmm. who did Nomadland. Yeah. And that certainly seems to be a certainly different pace to what Definitely. we'd expect. So I'm really looking forward to them just not doing the same cookie-cutter film that they always used to. This film, I think the trailer's quite not representative of the actual film. Oh, that's good. Um, Given that we weren't... This is largely a two-hander between Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh. Mm -hmm. And we stay with them most of the way through. Uh, The other characters, Rachel Weisz and David Harbour, your favourite, come in and out, but they are not main players in this. Uh, They are side characters. Shame. David Harbour is the comic relief in this. And I enjoyed him, but... He doesn't drive the narrative at all. Okay. Well, it's not his film. No, it's no, no. It's not called no. the David Harbour film. It's called no. Black Widow. So fair enough. I would argue this is Florence Pugh's film. Oh, okay. I, well, I, she's right. good. I mean, I have to declare my interest that I'm a Florence Pugh apologist. I think we know that. Anyone listening to the podcast before <laughs> would know that, you know, Florence Pugh. But ah, she's superb. She's she, so good. Uh, to me, she and can so pull things. off She can pull off the Russian accent. Yeah. It's a little bit like mm, uh, mm. It, in different hands it would be and that's why I'm saying I'm an apologist because yeah. other people might find that grating yeah. but it's the little smiles that she gives at points she is so good in this She, her and Scarlett Johansson have such good chemistry is it Johansson? I think it could be either <laughs> alright then Johansson? I don't. No, I don't. No. Sure Scarlett Johansson? No, 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 sorry. That's not mansplaining. That's correcting my mistakes <laughs> and trying to cover for them. Um, and this is a really solid action film. It's four stars. Mm-hmm. Um, That's one of the bunch. Yeah, it's, and it really is. And I wasn't expecting mm. this because obviously a prequel has its own problems, but it has the same sort of going to different locations it has the same it starts off in a really different way it starts off with a flashback um they ha- they pick the best scarlet johansson lookalike i think you could find for a ch- for for a child actress um it really looks like it could actually be just cgi of her as a child mm-hmm. um and yeah it goes along really nicely it has third act problems in that it goes a little bit MCU in the third act. There is big things crashing into uh, bigger things. Yeah. But it is a smaller problem than it is, it, it is in other films. It's not just robots hitting each other. It is, it's hand-to-hand fighting. But it's a good film. There are... There are things that if you, I'm sure if you look into it, like how did they actually know them and how did they get in contact with them and how did they not know that they were in contact with them? 
but I'm sure you could do that in any sort of it's a very spy thriller and I think you probably mm. do that in most Bond films and yeah, stuff yeah. like that but yeah I'd really encourage you to go and have okay. a look at it I okay. really enjoyed it because um, I wasn't going to because the reviews were not good or at least they were mixed and not good yeah and I've not listened in depth to any sort of spoiler reviews but I've known from a lot of the podcasts that we listen to that people are coming out going you know, early reactions to Black Widow were, were not good. So I was expecting you to come back and go, I'm really disappointed. Because you built it up so much. Not mm. the film, but, you know, the experience. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong, it's inconsequential in the grand scheme of the MCU mm. because it's a prequel and yeah. we know what happens to Scarlet, uh, to Black Widow. Yeah. Um, and there is a post credit sting which addresses that fact and mm. sets up something in the future. Mm. But it's... I really enjoyed it. And I'm whether that's just the fact that the MCU is back... Um, yeah. I'm not sure. One thing I would say, I'm surprised that there wasn't a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Oh, okay. Because when Stan Lee died, obviously Stan Lee's yeah. a huge figure, but they changed all the credits to be there. Yeah. But this being the first feature film since his, uh, since he, since his passing, um, I wonder if it's been finished and they might yeah. put something in a future one. I do you not think it will be for Black Panther 2, for the sequel, that it, there'll be something, you know, more oh, focused? Oh, I mean, there absolutely will be, but you know, I, then. I was surprised. I was keeping an okay. eye in the credits just right, as for, like, a text something. thing. Mm. I mean, it's not a big thing, and, mm. yeah, I'm sure that they have plans to they do will, tribute like, maybe they in Maybe that ways. would be just too, like yeah. you say, inconsequential. Maybe, maybe so. Mm. But, yeah, go watch it. It's, yeah. um, I'm, there will be people who, dis- who are disappointed purely on the fact that it's been two years in the making and it's, like I said, it, nothing really happens in it. Mm-hmm. But as a standalone spy thriller, I really enjoyed it. I'm really pleased. Good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really pleased because I really didn't think that's what we would be, what we'd be going into. <laughs> right, that's the end of our film special. We haven't seen anything. Are we going to go see some, is there anything coming up that we're going to see? Do we have something in, like, planned well, as you're our, see Black our Widow. Yeah, apart from that. I can't think of it because we've not discussed sort of like the next one that's going to come out. The next film that I have on the radar is The Suicide Squad. Okay, yeah. I was about to do the sort of all the end blurb for the end of the podcast, but I've just remembered something. Can we talk about the Jurassic Park or Jurassic World trailer that came out before Fast 9? Because this was a special for IMAX that we went to the IMAX you got to see this sort of, it was it a trailer or was it sort of like a preview? Short yeah, short film. I really loved it. I, I wasn't sure to begin with. I didn't know where it was going, but the actual scenes from the film I found really entertaining and I thought it harked back to a lot of the first film of the actual Jurassic Park. You're not convinced, are you? Your, your face tells me a different story. So this starts off in... Jurassic Times. Is that not a spoiler? No, I don't think so. I I mean, it's a trailer. It's a trailer. I know, but yeah, okay. If I'm spoiling a trailer, then like... I'm going to put something in the notes, though, because some people might not want to know what what it actually does. Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, fine. So, you've got that section that I wasn't particularly enamoured with, but fine, yeah. Yeah, uh, the CGI just seemed a little bit off on that. It seemed more like a cartoon sort of version. It seemed like the Disney dinosaur film. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, or Walking with Dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, what's the other one? About like the something world, the end, not the lost world before you say it. Land Before Time. Land Before Time, that's it, yeah. I mean, that's an actual cartoon. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, I mean, 
It was just there, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I, it did. I've not paid it one second of thought since Have I left. Not? Right, okay, because it's been st- it's stuck in my mind, and I've been telling friends about it. And saying, I, oh, I couldn't could really go. tell you what happened, right? Other than well, it doesn't really give away much of the plot, which I like that you don't see any of the characters or any any of the people. That is we this know an from the actual film. scene from the film? Yes, yeah. Is it because I've seen another scene from the film earlier on. Obviously, it's been quite a long time since it's sort of due to come out and everything. So I've seen another scene from the film as well, which again doesn't involve people that we know who we're not going to be in the film. So it, yeah, I uh, to be honest, and I'm not making any sense. I think that the the last one, what was that one called? Jurassic World. No, Jurassic no. World Colon. all over the place. Dark Kingdom? Something King- Lost Kingdom? Magic Kingdom? Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Um, that, that really... You didn't like that. Yeah, I think that made me lose all mm. joy I had for this franchise. Yeah. I really liked Jurassic... Well, it was all right, Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. But that was awful, that film. And just annoying. Mm-hmm. And... I still want to. I want to go and see this. I mean, I will. It's the final of course, I'm going to see it. Final in the in the last, you know, the second trilogy. So I would like to see what what it does. I just want to see where they go with it. I don't know what the, you know how the storyline's going to pan out. But anyway, I just I just quickly I just wanted to sort of touch on that because some people were specifically going to the fast film, watching that for on IMAX, watching it, and then walking out before they actually saw the film, so that they were just paying their five pound, six pound, whatever to to go and see this preview i mean i wouldn't i know you wouldn't mark i realize that <laughs> you want to go and see the film that's fine i mean that's still you know you're not it's not a big revelation that there wasn't said. enough to keep me uh, there wasn't i found it quite inconsequential which is something that we've used a lot mm-hmm. uh this yeah but yeah it didn't it didn't make me want to see the film anymore or any less it just seemed like a scene that's your phone it's, it's your film my phone actually oh, is it my phone? yeah yeah oh, no. i don't think it is my phone then no, my phone hasn't done anything. It's your phone. No, it's your. That was your. No, that's your ringtone, honey. But it's. But there's nothing there. Look, look at my phone. There's nothing there. Well, unlock it and then you'll see. I have unlocked it. It's looking at my phone. Right. It's un- Look, nothing. Nothing's there. I, I can't talk there's about There's no. No. There's no note. Oh, there is. There's a notification. There's a notification. And now that's man coming through. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Move on. Move on. Should we finish? Yes. <laughs> thank you for thank, listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening, especially to. That. If that doesn't so get that, cut out, I that don't know. lovely bit of argument at the end. Now we're doing this, we can't even cut that That's out. That's it, no, yeah. no. <laughs> um, yeah, if you would like to follow us, uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram as at the honeymoon pod. And if you'd like to drop us a review, it would really appreciate it on iTunes. Yeah, you can like and subscribe in all the ways that you see it. Yes. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> To Rio, Rio to Scotty, Scotty Gerard, Gerard to Beckham, Beckham to Heskey, Heskey to Owen, to North Wildwater, Essendon to Campbell, Campbell to Rio, Rio to Scotty, Scotty Gerard, Gerard to Beckham, Beckham to Heskey, Heskey to Owen, to North Wildwater. Goes to families. All we get the gems.